So this is the uh, eighth session of uh, Dharma Dialogues with Saito Tejaniya, uh, speaking with retreatants on Maui, November 23rd. 2016. <clears throat> yes. Um, so, I don't have a specific question, but perhaps I could So one of the themes for me this retreat um, has been really understanding right effort, or at least thinking that I understand right effort, and it came from the exercise um, when Saida just asked us to know that we're sitting, mm-hmm. and asked us how much effort that took, um, which turned out to be hardly any. And then I just sort of, for the first few sittings or days after that, I just tried to bring that same level of effort to my awareness, just to whatever experience was happening, and I found that to be um, equally just as easy, and then things started flowing along um, pretty well. So it's almost been like checking my effort has been similar to sort of checking my awareness and seeing how things are going, and that's... And sometimes it feels so easy, like the practice is just happening on its own. Mm. ตัวอาจารย์พี่อ่ะกูดิมาตู้ด้วยอัตถะกูเปลี่ยนซะว่าไรท์เอฟเฟกต์กูเปลี่ยนอะไรปฐมนิมมาทายบลอกเตี้
quality is allowed to rise again and again, it will just get stronger, despite that um, we still try to get as much as we can, or we think that we might be able to get more if we tried harder. Now. <laughs> but the longer we practice, the, the, more, the more we need to let nature do its work. He says if we keep interfering with the process of nature, then we keep sort of like um, like jamming the brakes in, in a way. เราเดินลงบ่ตะลานี่มันคือเสียเลยที่เสียสิไลค์กอยงอัพอิสไลค์ไฮคิงอัพกอยงอัพอะมาวน์เทนยูจัสดูอิตวันสเตปอะไรท
ตูยูปีกาซาผิดเป็นมั้ยตูดิโอยอดอะเฉพาะอะไรเปล่าตูบาซิซามีล่ะสอดีมาตูสกัดมั้ยนะตูไม่มาตูไม่ซิซามีล
um, her mind is in a better place if she learns anything. He said it can only benefit the baby. She'll be a more patient mother. She'll be open, you know, generous. Yeah. He says if the Dharma is right and real, if we're understanding it right, he says it can only do good. He said he wouldn't use himself as an example in this sort of thing because you know he had he had left his wife. <laughs> um, he believes that but he says it's just different natures and you know what was in his mind at the time the, the desire to be a monk had gripped him so strong mm-hmm. he believes that because in every other thing in his life he had actually found balance and um, you know, that if he had stayed uh, married and not become a monk he's sure he would have found his way <coughs> as well. the mindfulness would have, have helped him there as well So there is a difference between um, because in in English the word intention also means the planning. You know, the planning mind is also the intending mind, and then we use this word intention for those energies that sort of like uh, like. 
what's the word for it? That prompt. Yeah, yeah, these sort of impulses that yeah. <clears throat> prompt, yeah, prompt urge the the body and the you know to to move or stop, right? energy, <laughs> Yeah, so we would call that a mental energy, um, uh, an, an energetic movement. The energy and it, it prompts changes in movement, this energy, this mental energy. And when the mind sort of puts forth this energy, he says it prompts changes in the body, which then create movement or stillness. Okay? And so, you know, what you described just now, he said you got it perfectly. You can actually see those urges. Those are what we have been calling intention in the Dharma. Um, um, if it became verbal, he said then that's what he calls the planning mind. Right? Like you, you had the gross <coughs> plan to, to walk over to the tree, turn around. So that's the planning mind. That's our the general way we use the word intention in English. And then there is the more metaphysical layer of right? energetic In the Dharma world, we've used the word intention for those mental energies for ever so long. Uh, it's quite hard to turn it around and it causes confusion because in English we use it as a different, in a different So way. when he finally discovered that the, the intention to breathe, yes. he was describing it, what that really was was just a bodily kind of a energy kind of urge. Stop. Uh, that's ตัวไอ้ปิ่นนี้ลงไปซิซอนนี้ซิซอนนี้ซิซอนนี้ซิซอนนี้ซิซอนนี้ซิซอนนี้ซิซอนนี้ซิซอนนี้ซิซอนน
is in inside, and it's almost like I'm, I'm sensing it in the southern area in my yeah. in my mind. But when I was this morning, as I was looking out, it was like as I'm looking, I'm aware already, and it's out there. I mean, you know, the awareness seems to be wider or something like that. Is that? I mean, I, I just wonder if that's the right way of seeing it uh, uh, or not. Because, <laughs> because when I have my eye closed and the thought comes up, it seems like it's coming up all over the place and I don't have to pull it into that area where I was identifying as the mind inside. Yeah, yeah. but with the looking... It's, yeah, with, with the looking and seeing though, it seems like it's right there. Um, I don't have to, I, I have been kind of pulling in to be aware of the, the seeing. Okay. And today I wasn't having to pull it <laughs> into the seeing. You saw that it was just seeing. Yeah. The seeing is happening. Right, right. Okay. But it seems like it's in the wider room. ဟိုမြင်နာကျရမြင်နာအဖြေရောက်ကိုဖြစ်တယ်အဖြေအမှုတို့ဘယ်လို့ပြောဆိုတော့ဒီဘုံးမြင်ပြောဆိုတော့
if we make it a habit to really notice um, awareness of seeing and looking, he says, it's like the very act of opening your, if it becomes a habit, yeah, the very act of opening your eyes in the morning slams awareness into your eyes, <laughs> into your, your, your mind, because the habit is to be aware when it sees. You know, so that it, it can't sort of let that go. It just knows. I'm seeing is happening. So there's a lot of that. No, looking, looking, I mean, Yeah, and when we notice the looking in the seeing, Seattle says, um, then you, you know that there's not just the, the passive seeing, there's also a mental intention involved in using seeing to look. Anyone has a guess on um, on how many times a day we look at things? Ballpark figure. It's like all the time, actually. But uncountable, he says, but our noticing of it is very little. We, we so seldom recognize that we look to do something, look to do something, look to do something. <laughs> we can't do anything if we don't look. <laughs> we can't. Picking up a fork or a spoon, taking your salad, you know, walking. You look before you do anything, even before speaking. He says, it's very obvious when we, you know, when we're with friends and we're looking at each other to speak to each other. He said, we do a lot of looking, we look at a person's face and we're quite comfortable. He says, but at that time, we're really not aware because we're totally with our friend. in the body and the mind. But I think in daily life, 
I mean, some of us do that, others don't at all, but it, it added a different tension that began to occur in my body to sort of please the other person in some way. I wonder if you had anything to say about that, other than I was just noticing it. <laughs> I, it didn't, it wasn't upsetting, but it, it created tension in the body, and slight in the mind, and then it ဒီလူနားထောင်လို့ရအောင်လို့ဘယ်ပြောပြီးရမယ်အဲ့ဒါသူကလိုက်ပြီးတော့သူခန္ဓာကိုယ်ရဲ့မှာတိတယ်တိ
<laughs> I wanted to add a little, a little more in that um, since we do this in order to engage with each other. Since, sorry? Since we do this in order to engage with each other in daily life. Yeah. There is a certain amount of extension that we need to do both in speaking and of course it depends I think on the quality of the listener. Mm. Like if someone's actively listening, they you know they're listening. There's one way of speaking, and if you think they aren't listening, and you have to do something else to whatever to get, to get their attention. attention, there's a little more output. And it it seems like yes, I notice all the time how much is put out in speaking, and it has to be balanced depending on how the message is to get across. Mm. ตัวเปิดอบวามาตุตริตามีเลยอะทุกทุกคนที่เราเนี่ยเสสัญญาเมสเวนเนี่ยเอ่อไอ้เสสัญญาเนี่ยลูเยกคุณภาพของมาเล
ตุ๊ดเปียวเลยเลยซุนซาเจนี่ล่ะแล้วตุ๊ดเดียวไอ้เจ๋งมาชูเลยคุยตุ๊ดบัสอาศัยเจ๋งมาหมดสุดแล้
is an opportunity for me to stand up in some way as, a, as, a, as an ego. And so I'm, I'm just curious about when the ego comes and goes and, and how the practice works with that again. ตัวเปียวเอ้ยหมีอ่ะคลีโอลงมาสินซาอูสรอตูตะมิวอาผิดดีเอ่อตรุอิงเลยเนี่ยเปียวแม่สวยคลีจองมาสรอปูบรออาย
view is of that moment. Okay. Is it? It's. I think it's more than you're just not in the moment. Is it because you're greedy? Because you want a, a good outcome to the conversation? Or can, can you kind of describe what from a Buddhist psychology is happening then when you feel like you need to do more than maybe wisdom would tell you is required at that yeah. time? Okay. Yeah. ตัวเอ่อสอสอเปียวเราเอ้ยตูตะชาลูสิชาลูชันดาสิเจโลตูตูนาทองเสียชิลุชิออนโลตูเปียวอ่ะเมลุตูขันซาเราตูเอ่อ
So cultivating the good qualities of mind in Buddhism is called, cult, uh, is called um, fulfilling our paramis or perfections. The paramis are also called perfections. And the more wholesome qualities we practice, he says, uh, the more we're building up, we're sort of filling up that, that cup of that perfection. And in order to cultivate a wholesome mind, the Buddha has prescribed certain wholesome activities. Okay, so we're talking about the difference between wholesome mind versus wholesome activities. Um, the belief, the, the, the understanding is that if you practice these wholesome activities, they will cause wholesome minds to arise. And these activities are in a basic form. They are dana, generosity, sila, uh, morality, and bhavana, bhavana, meditation, Contribution. right? Cultivation of wholesome qualities of mind. So in doing something that's considered considered a wholesome activity, Seattle has often asked this question in Burma. He asked people, and when you do a wholesome something wholesome, do you get um, a wholesome result. So in Burmese, the word is the same. The result and the activity are the same. The word is kudo, kusala. So when you do kusala, do you get kusala? He asked them. And, so, and they're not sure. Because I think everyone has experienced that they do something ostensibly kusala, like donate, and then they're angry because something went wrong with their donation, or you know, or they think that somebody's competing with them for their. That is very common over there. Sometimes, sometimes feeling anxious because they are worried that what they give is not enough. There is many ways that we can turn a wholesome akusala into an akusala. <coughs> so Seattle says to them, so if you so so if you if you call it so if you do kusala from the Buddha's teachings, if you do kusala, you get kusala, right? And Seattle said to them, and if you get get kusala, Seattle says, show it to me. So in Burma it's a bit like a it in the culture it sounds a bit like a prize. So some of them say to him, um, we think we get kusala, um, we think there is some sort of some sort of um, <laughs> consequence in the future, like in your next life you're supposed to be rich or something like that, you know, or in the next life you'll be uh, respected or all these sort of things. I don't have your number one, I'm a little rich. So Siena says, says to them, well, if I have to wait till my next life to get kusala for a kusala I'm doing now, he says, I don't want that. That's on credit. <laughs> 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 if I'm sure, it's 
From the Buddha's teachings, it says, if you do kusala, you get kusala, which means that if it's kusala, he must have the result of the kusala now. Where is it? And how do you show the result of kusala, Sarah says? It is in the quality of the mind. When you do kusala, the reflection of whether it is kusala is in the quality of the mind. เอาคุณมาพิสูจน์ผิดแต่ถ้าคุณจะรู้อย่างนั้นอย่างนั้นคุณจะพิสูจน์ผิดแล้วก็อาจจะไม่ได้เรียนที่ชั้นใดเนี
of karma towards Kusala, I mean, connecting to the Kusala, Akusala. But if Saja had more to say around karma, uh, I'd love to hear some reflections on karma. ตัดไปตัดกรรมได้ครับอืมโกดีดีดีเซ่เนี่ยลงยาดีดีเซ่ไปไปเนี่ยเอ่อดีดีเซ่ลงยาเนี่ยจวนดีเซ่ไปไป
So Sarah says, and everything that we experience now, you know, we, we tend to use the, I don't know here whether you all do, but in, definitely um, in the Asian sphere, we use uh, what we're experiencing, we use the, the word karma to uh, explain that. But actually the word I think for that is vipaka, it's a result. So there's an action and there's a result. So everything we're experiencing now is a result of something that's happened in the in the past in this stream of consciousness. Whether you live a good life, you eat good food, or live in the gutter and you know and have a hard life is a result of whatever has been sowed in the past somewhere, you know. And um, so he gives an example of a, uh, a vipaka, a result that we're not really familiar with, which is, um, say an angry person gets angry. So he's angry now. That is a vipaka. Right now, this is the result. He's already angry. You can't change that. He can't change that immediate anger now. Mm-hmm. Right? But he has a he has the choice. Right? He has, but he has a choice to make a present karma action. Right? So he's angry now, and if he has enough, he or she has enough consciousness, they can make a conscious choice to go two ways. Either continue to be angry, or have remorse and regret, or do something, have some unwholesome, um, you know, idea about it, or choose to do something positive. Right? Choose to become mindful, choose to reflect, choose to uh, work on it. So there is a choice in the present moment to either um, change the pattern of the result or to keep reinforcing the result so that it just gets worse and worse. So you get angry more quickly, more violently, more explosively because you keep practicing that action with those minds. That's why Sierra says he is very grateful to the Buddha because the Buddha showed, showed us that we have a choice in the moment. We're not just victims. Yes. <coughs> this brings, brings me back to the exercise this morning of the listening and responding. Yes. Um, Having that moment in between speaking and responding gives us the time to make that choice, <clears throat> which often in life we don't have, or we don't take the time to do. I mean, I, the thought occurs to me we should mandate a minute of silence <laughs> between conversations, <laughs> between conversations, just to be sure that the response is as mindful as possible. Of course, we can't do that, but but. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I experienced, it was, a, it was a, a wonderful, it was a very great exchange this morning that we had, but it was because we had that time to stop and think before we spoke. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, again, this kind of comes back to my question from yesterday, but how do we create that moment for ourselves without, as he experienced at, at home, appearing to be mad, you know, he just didn't say anything for a long time before he spoke, and <laughs> thought he was crazy. Yeah. How do we create that time? <laughs> or how do we create the skillfulness at least? Exactly. <laughs> 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 
not say anything. Mm-hmm. Not even say what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She might read me. ตูเปิดไอ้ยอดละขึ้นเนี่ยเฉชิ้นเปียวเนี่ยเต็กอะไรไม่ปิ๊ดตูก็ดูจีรอเลยตูแลเรียกชนมาเนี่ยแล้ว
Excuse me? How you word it? <coughs> yes, very much so. And so that is why uh, many times um, I just tell myself, you know, that's why they invented the telephone, to not email with, but to speak, so that we understand uh, the true meaning of, of what we're trying to convey, the message we're trying to convey. But for most of us, the moment we feel that anger is directed towards us, we have a reaction. We feel unjust, uh, injustice, um, reactionary, you know, wanting to protect ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, we can look at that interaction. Yeah, and he says that, remember when he says that when we react, um, so in, Bur- in Burmese, when he says, um, if you're angry at me, I will be angry, the word is dosa. So dosa is not only anger, right? Dosa, uh, it, it, it uh, yeah, yeah, includes all this, right? Depressed. Um, from little irritation to fear. Um, worry, anxiety, all that is in the dosa group. So different people respond to somebody else's dosa in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> ไอ้ตัวนอกจากคุณอ่ะตัวไอ้ว่าจําเยอะเดี๋ยวดิเนี่ยหนูไลฟ์โฟลโต้เราตัวโฟลมาป่ะเราตัวตุ๊กคันเ
This is your observation about email versus telephone or even face-to-face meetings. He said, yes, he said, you know, the mind feels more secure the more information it has. And in email, we have just one piece, one bit of one angle. Yeah, one... um, and then, you know, on in a telephone conversation, we have a, a broader perspective, and, and so, yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. Um, I'm not sure how all this fits together, but... How does um, what? All the pieces of my question fit together. Okay. So, um, so at some point, I'm not going to say when, um, I, I noticed um, like a feeling of cruelty towards another uh-huh. um, that I like really tried to contain, like not act on. Yeah. And then there was another piece where I actually noticed that I thought, like what kind of kept that, I think what kept that from sort of just diffusing was that there was a part of me that felt like I was right. So there was arrogance, so there was cruelty, arrogance, but I just kept trying to contain it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, people feel things, yeah. right? So, like, good things happen in relationships. So I'm just, my, my question is really, like, Sayadaw said a couple of days ago around uh, remorse and regret are not very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I kind of piece well, my way... I think remorse... I, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe more regret than regret. Right, yeah. the old regret. Right. Um, but as I and, and he said that he had the insight that a thought is just a thought and it kind of freed him from the yes. whole his, historical History. trap, right? Yes. So I guess my question is in knowing that like, you know, I think I had some wholesome intention of containing unwholesome energy, yes. but it was clearly not hundred percent successful. Yes. Um there's, re- there's regret. Yes. So how do you work with it if you're not like at a place where you get like a thought is just a thought? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, that's it. But you always have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have เออปาจ๊อกเอ้ยเสร็จผิดหน่อยแล้วสรุปตุ๊ยเนี่ยเนี่ยตุ๊ยมันเนี่ยลุเทนโอเคไอ้เหรอที่เอาอาเปิ้
He said, so what if there is regret? You, uh, I repeat that, don't tell, yeah, don't tell. So what if there is regret? It feels bad, there's yeah. thoughts going through. It's okay. Just watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's okay. Just step on it. Mm. Keep stepping going. stone, I don't Make it a stepping stone. He says there is so much in our minds that goes through that we, can't we don't have power over. They seem more powerful than us. He says we're going to use all of them. They're feed for the awareness. The fact that process is Fantastic, he says. If it was, if he was you, he would be very happy with himself. <laughs> because what he appreciates is that there was, there is awareness. There was and there is. And that learning process, that all the way. But this is a learning learning process. He says we're on the journey. We're, at least we're still walking. I think that the regret just feels so unpleasant that it's hard to, yeah, to deal with it. Yeah, I do the bawa. Because the bawa. He says you could give some right attitude to the soul. He says, you know, even in, in food, you know how all the bitter stuff is good for our health? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, chew a bit of pill. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. 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 Just, just eat it willingly. Take a bite. Yeah. He says, no point complaining. You gotta, you gotta take it. <laughs> Have two competing. Okay. 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 So uh, this morning, uh, my phone somehow kept. I reset the phone and then it's still charging, so I, I got embarrassed. But then I'm mindful of the embarrassment, so soon enough I can tell it to dissipate, and then it replaced by just a curiosity of why it's happening. I, I, I didn't feel the embarrassment anymore, and it, it felt... It, it's a more wholesome quality. Mm-hmm. Previously, there was unwholesome embarrassment. Is, is yeah. I can tell it akusla, but then when it replaced by the curiosity, I could I could tell it change from akusla to akusla feeling. Yeah. So, Sada comment on it. ตัวแม่ก็หัวกิโตซะเช่นเนี่ยเออดับรอโหเนเน่ตัวมาคาวน์ตาพูดเลยเออมาเออดาเมตเอ่อตัวไอ้เสกโชเลชวยเนี่
that whenever we suffer, it's because the mind lacked some understanding. And that's why we went into suffering. If it had complete understanding about that, then it wouldn't suffer about that. Uh, I found the analogy of um, um, mental food uh, being very helpful. Um, and uh, about 15 minutes before lunch today, uh, I decided to do uh, a reflection practice. And so I was reflecting on the four nutrients. Uh, you know, nutrition and contact and volitional formations and consciousness. And then so when I get up to the uh, lunch line, uh, there's this board there that has this teaching on the four nutrients. And it was one of those experiences where whether it was coincidence or synchronicity, I don't know, but it sure does feel good when things like that happen. Um, It really deepens my sada, the faith, uh, when I feel that like the Dhamma is just manifesting itself, uh, yeah. trying to connect with it. And it was interesting because I was using the word uh, contact uh, for a nutriment, and the sign said sense impression. I go, of course, you know, <laughs> that's so much better than contact, you know, <laughs> the sense impressions are feeding uh, the mental world. Um, and so then we have this wholesome food, right? The wholesome mental food and the unwholesome mental food. And as I was reflecting, it was like, you know, you can't stop the process, right? You know, you can't stop eating and you can't stop these bombardment of impressions. Um, But what I kind of saw is, uh, what my task is, you know, is, is learning if they're tainted or not. You know, if they're uh, tainted with greed or aversion or delusion, not an easy task, but uh, at least I'm seeing what the task is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was wondering if maybe the side out could just reflect on the four nutriments and this Mm -hmm. thing about mental food. Okay. What is that? Nutriment. Yeah. Do we have Bali? Do we have Bali? What is it in Bali? No, no. 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 No, Nutriment, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
There is a very interesting um, quote that the proximate cause of uh, kusala mind, the proximate cause of wholesome mind is yonisomanasikara. Mm. And the proximate cause of akusala mind, unwholesome mind, is a yonisomanasikara. So when we take things to heart in the right way, when we understand in the right way, there is kusala mind. When we do not understand things in the right way, we have akusala no. mind. Kusala yoni so manisikara ne. See, say kaushi ni ne chema. Kaushi ni ne chema. Say su ni ne chema. Say yoni do be uyao. Yeah. And you will also notice that when we are in a good space, he says we can think more reasonably, um, more rationally, more generously, you know, all the yoniso manasikaras come in. We um, are able to think in positive ways that it's always, it, it, the benefit comes back to the mind, right? Whereas when we're already in a bad space, it's hard for the mind to think rationally or generously or... Um, it, it, it wants to be you know? Yeah, then, then the mind tends to go to yoniso manasikara, so it, it affects it the other way as well. So the importance of really attention and attitude. Yeah. Um, right. The right. yes. To notice and to then present be present enough right. to choose. Yeah. So, so I, I want to follow up on just one thing that was said. Mm-hmm. How uh, he was thinking before lunch about the four nutriments and reflecting on that, and then he gets to lunch, and there's this quote about the four nutriments, and there's this some kind of, oh, the universe is talking to me. (laughs) Well, things are synchronous and, uh, you know, uh, or whatever, circumstantial, or 
How should we understand those apparent messages from the unknown? The apparent coincidences. Yeah. Okay. I mean, is there is there is there anything to that except random coincidence? ตัวเปียวอะไรโหกูน่ะเรียนภาษาซิงโครนิซิตี้ซูเราตูซีซันนี่แหละชิมันดีฮะบ่บ่มาตัดแต่ซูเราเอ๊ะเลยมาเลย